This is Channel 253 Sports. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeldwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. Glad you could uh, start that over. I'm going to go ahead and do it over again. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Steve, and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. It is Monday, March... God damn it. <laughs> all right. It is Monday, March 18th, 2019, and we are just coming off. The Seattle Sounders are just coming off a three-game winning streak. Best record in the league so far, and man, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, in studio with me today, of course, I've got the one, the only, Kevin Zamira. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Right on. Yeah, much it's, better than Sunday. It's well, <laughs> Sunday was recovery from Saturday? Well, Sunday was a recovery day. <laughs> you know when you work out really, really hard? Yeah. But it's not working out. It's something else. Yeah. And then you got to recover that next oh, it, day? It didn't work out. No, it didn't work out. But I'm better. I'm back. Back on my feet. Our perennial co-host, of course, in the chair, in the saddle, uh, Mr. Tim Hamilton. How you doing, buddy? I'm also having a regen day. You're having a regen day now? Yeah. Oh, okay. What are you regenerating from? Went to the beach. You went to the beach. How was that? I got sand in my car. In your craw? (laughs) My car. You got sand in your car? Yeah. So you didn't actually see any of the games? I listened on Saturday. Listened to the Chicago game. Cool, uh, cool. From the freeway. Right on. And but how was the beach? Which beach did you go to? Long Beach? Ocean Shores. Ocean Shores. Beautiful place. Yeah, it was packed. It was was sixty, windy, a little overcast, but uh, everything was awesome. And what a hell of a day we're having right here. Oh, it's yeah. like 72, 74 degrees. Sun's about to think about going down. And it's going to go to 30. Glorious. Just a glorious day. All right. Well, let's. It's a good day to be a Sounders fan. <laughs> it is absolutely a good day to be a Sounders fan because it is Monday. Everybody's kind of, you know, high on that away game. Um, and, and not only that, but uh, our perennial, you know, opposition teams aren't doing that great. Portland, you know, uh, on Sunday lost 3 0 to uh to cincinnati holy cats and you know you'll recall our score in the opening match uh was 4-1 and um we it it basically looked like we absolutely disassembled the cincinnati defense Uh, we did can i just say real quick though talk to me uh watch both of those games cincinnati looked like a different team absolutely they 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 looked better absolutely and i hate to say this because Portland's arrival. I don't want to jinx anything. Mm-hmm. It's like the only thing I'm superstitious about is sports. Mm-hmm. Portland might not be good. It's possible. Um, I mean, they're playing away from home for a long time. I yeah. get that. Half but their like, season is basically away, so that they can re, you know, redo yeah. their. But but they they're doing some basic soccer things very poorly. Yeah. Um, I'm examples? not sure you can just dismiss because Chara's not there and because they're away from home. Mm-hmm. Like, they're basically playing without anybody as a defensive center mid. Mm-hmm. And there's just nobody there sweeping in front of their back line. Um, the the goals that they gave up, they the second and third came pretty quick succession. But, I mean, you saw them just looking at each other with hands on hips as if they had <laughs> no clue how they just got scored on twice. And it was like, actually... <laughs> There was zero marking going on there, like twice. Um, 
I don't know. They're just doing some basic ABC stuff wrong. They they might not be good. I mean, I don't want to. It's real early, but wow, they did not look good. And Cincinnati looked much better. And very cool to see Spencer Ritchie out there, local product, um, watching him like get his chance to shine. Yeah, right. Like he's worked his butt off to get where he's at um, without a whole lot of help from local clubs. To be honest, I mean, Vancouver ended up drafting him, but like in the third round. Um, the kid was a great local talent, had some experience with the U S national team in the youth ranks. Um, so fun to see him like get a shot and do well. So anyway, little aside there. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati had half, uh, uh, basically had half of Portland's players from last year, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one could argue that that is, uh, that I mean, has, that, that had some impact, right? Something to prove. You know, Fernando Adi knows how uh, uh, um, how that's how that other team's going to play. Uh, Fernando Adi was actually playing uh, for for he's, Cincinnati. He's a good he's, forward. He's a good forward, which is like don't don't get rid of a good forward if you don't yeah. have a good backup forward. No, in like, the yeah, in the yep. Cincinnati match, we talked to the guys, uh, the 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 fans, the away fans in the last show, and I said the one thing he's going to do is just back up and kick the crap out. You know, just beat up. Marshall, which is exactly what he did, and they ended up getting a free kick or so, right? But Adi even, he had to leave at halftime. Mm-hmm. He was hurt, so. Um, but yeah, it, Cincinnati looked like a better team. Yeah. I mean, obviously that home opener will give you a boost, but, but you know, they looked much better than they did against Seattle, which could speak to Seattle being great, and could speak to Cincy being able to turn some things around, could speak to Portland not being very good. It's, it's hard three games in. The but. settling, yeah, settling period's definitely, uh, mm-hmm. definitely in order for Cincinnati right now, but... The one thing it does help is kind of validate our start. It's, oh, it's not just yeah. an expansion team because, you know, Cincinnati lost to us, but then they drew Atlanta at Atlanta 1-1, mm-hmm. and then Atlanta is looking really mm, shaky. They yeah. just drew Philly over the weekend, <laughs> and now they're, you know, Cincinnati is beating Portland at home. So, I, I mean, what they thought was going to be a murderous row, I'm like, this is, this is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so the makeup of our team uh, right now seems to be pretty stable. Uh, there's been a little bit of chirping about some transfer targets, uh, you know, before the window finally closes in April. We're, right now, we're, we seem to be in the kind of a mode where if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We've rolled out the same lineup uh, and almost the same 18, three matches in a row. Uh, and it's been pretty successful. Colorado match. What do you remember? Which one was that? Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, no, no. I mean, okay, yeah. The Co- Colorado was our second home match, mm-hmm. and it was a week, you know, a week apart. We played uh, in the evening. I think I was there. Yeah, yeah. Because Benny Fellhaber was a beast, and mm-hmm. uh, it was fun to watch him cry. Um, we're what well, we were on top of him two nothing in ten minutes, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, within eight. Uh, <laughs> I missed. Uh, I missed a lot of that uh, that match actually, because kiddos. Well, we 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 met late to get uh, to get refreshments at mm-hmm. the central. I mean, late. We were still early, but we didn't have time to eat and close our tabs. Then we got to the game at game time. But then I've got my shirts that I want to make sure that I exchange for proper fitting shirts for the <laughs> wife and the kid. And then, oh hey, we're doing free stars if you bought them with the Zulu. Blah blah blah. There, I got the the night nightlife night flight night watch what's the <laughs> the men of the night's watch uh the nightfall nightfall i got the nightfall <laughs> kits and we put some shirts on or some i i made the arrangements to get stars on those kits and they look bought, pretty slick don't they we were up two nothing before i even got in the stadium wow and then uh i think it was uh 30 minutes in before i got to my seat so 
I've watched it several times since, but I missed a lot of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to fan anymore. Love this podcast, man. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to remember. I was uh, I was actually high on medication uh, as well. It was the day after uh, surgery, so or two days after surgery. I'm just vamping while I look up uh, the the goals themselves. Are we going to? And do they were not Colorado ugly. Right they now? were not ugly. Uh, the Colorado, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Is the is oh, the okay. yeah yeah. So Leardham got a goal. And, yeah, Kelvin Leardham got and, the opener. Uh, and then Wreck-It Raul has, yep. has still like eight games in a row. And that was a great, I mean, that was just a spot-on cross-in, if I if I remember correctly, from uh, uh, left-hand side. Brad Smith uh, got one. Basically, it was just a dime pass. Boom! Right in front of the goal. And Raul one-touched it, if I recall, and uh, sunk it uh, uh, top right. I think it went over the keeper. He did a, a, a keeper I don't chip? think he chipped the keeper, but I just think he shot it up and over you okay. know, as as Timmy went down. Um, but, Timmy Howard, he had a bad game. Well, he, he came he, and he stoned, he stoned uh, Rui Diaz in a one-on-one you know, yeah. just a few seconds after that or a few seconds before that. I mean, he could have been up 3 nothing. We have uh, free haircuts by 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But one of the one of the goals was contra- controversial, right? Wasn't uh, wasn't there a, an offside? Um, <clears throat> that was the I think that was the yeah, Leardham goal because uh, he tried to uh, uh, Timmy Howard tried to get him to VAR it. Yeah, I think Jordan Morris uh, like hit the deck, went to finish a ball, and mm-hmm. then was just still kind of in his range. Yeah, but, and Tim I mean, couldn't couldn't t- move around him, he, but he also didn't try. Couldn't or didn't. He yeah. just turned and watched, and then he was like, all right, well, <laughs> let me see. And I that can. was the second one. That was from Raul, right? I believe so. Okay. No? No, sorry. That was the first goal? Thank you. Uh, producer Kevin over here taking a look at things. Somebody's um, got to. Kevin. Okay, so the first goal. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, and the you're, first you're goal, pulling it up. Um, we'll edit that Brad out. Brad Smith going down the left-hand side. Uh-huh. He takes a really good um, first touch to kind of um, I don't know, squib it around the defender. Mm-hmm. Gets to the end line, cuts it back. It definitely gets hit by a few defenders before um, it pops out to Leardham up top. Um, Jordan Morris was involved in it to kind of knock it back out to Leardham. Mm-hmm. Leardham strikes it with his left foot. First time, it goes into the lower right-hand corner. Um, and yeah, Tim Howard definitely had Morris right to his left. And if Howard was going to make a play, Morris would have been offsides. Tim Howard doesn't see it. He can't really see it. There's a, another Colorado defender about two yards to Tim Howard's left that stretches out with his left foot and still can't get to it. Mm-hmm. So there's no way Howard was going to get to it, even if he saw it. So there's no offside there. No, there's, okay. there's no offside there. Um, and then second uh, goal, long ball played into the target, lays it off. Um, so I think it's um, Rui Diaz to Ladero. Ladero plays Rodriguez in a little up, back, and through. Mm-hmm. Um, Rodriguez takes a couple touches, and it's actually like a ball that I think collides with the defender. Mm-hmm. So it gets centered, and Rui Diaz is just there unmarked and finishes it. Um, good left-footed finish. Both goals kind of, I mean, a little fortuitous, but we had guys in the box. We we were making good forward play mm-hmm. to get there. Um, so Very yeah, we aggressive got a forward bounces. play. Like the whole that this was this was uh, you know watching it on television as opposed to being there in the stadium. It's mm-hmm. this is where we were start where we started talking about their really strong back and forth movement movement instead of left right movement. 
mm-hmm. uh, just overall on the team and how we're we're making those aggressive plays and how we're making that just good overlapping coverage. Yeah, well, we better with Brad Smith and Kevin Lurdum. Like, yeah, we better get forward with those two guys. Yeah. Like, that's what they do. They're not the best defenders, but mm-hmm. they're really good attackers. And um, yeah, we had guys forward. We were very direct. You know, the Colorado game, the Chicago Fire game, we've been on the front foot to start the game, which is where you want to be. Um, you know, it allows you to <clears throat> then be, you know, a little more protective, you know, which I think you're seeing from the Sounders in those, you know, in the second and third win. that They were able to get ahead. I don't, I don't think Colorado will be as bad as they were last year. I think they will be a little bit better. They seem a little feisty. Um, they didn't do a ton. I mean, they had some attack. After we went up to zero, but I think that's more a function of just the score, mm-hmm. kind of making some things happen. Well, they, got, um, they got Kai Kamara, and yeah. they what well, they added Kamara, they added uh, Phil Haber, and I just I think their last match was the the snow match against Portland. They came back down a man and to added tie it. Uh, Kelvin Acosta, right? Uh, Mid season last yeah, year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, uh, he's they're, they're not your 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 father's <laughs> no, Colorado Rapids. <laughs> they're not going to torch anybody, but they're not terrible. I mean, Sounders could have made it three, but you know, two zero is a good win. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, Kai Kamara is. If you let him shoot, I think I think you're okay. Mm-hmm. If you get him the ball in the box in the air, he's gonna. Yeah, if you're saying keep him out of the eighteen and let him shoot, just yeah. just ping. Don't let <clears throat> don't just deny service to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the one that's gonna kill you. I mean, last year when he was playing for Vancouver, he took out Fry in one play and and mm. Ozzy the next and got a goal just just by banging into people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was yelling at him from my seat. <laughs> Did he hear you? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> asking him about his socks so in the colorado game uh after the 75th minute when things start slowing down we start making substitutions is there anything that you noticed around um uh, uh any defensive drop-offs any any uh, any changes in how we were i mean obviously we were parking the bus to some extent but i mean we were still making good forward attacking plays um, the only thing I, I think is interesting to watch right now is just how isolated mm-hmm. Svensson gets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be a function of we've scored early in the past two games, two goals early. Um, we even went 3-0 up by the second half in the third game. Um, but if you, you know, I've looked at a couple stats, a couple heat maps, and Svensson's pretty isolated by himself in that holding center mid-roll, which has allowed Roll Dan to go running. Um I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure yet if, you know, Chicago had a lot of play and a lot of attack, actually, um, in the game. Like, if you look at the stats, it's hard to just say that, well, we got up 2-0 and then kind of sat back. So that's why Chicago had a lot of the play. Um, I'm curious if Schmetzer is going to take a look at how isolated Svensson gets in that holding role with Roldan and Nico, they cover a ton of ground. Yeah. Like those two guys Absolutely. get around the field a lot. Um, and so of course you want Svensson to just hold. And I think when we have the ball, that's fine. Um, but when we don't, you know, I'd like to see Roldan get tucked in a bit more and protect next to him. Cause it, there were times where Chicago was getting into the box pretty easily. Yeah. Actually. Um, they, they caused us some problems when it was two zero. Um, so is Fenson just not able to 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 intercept another player? He just can't cover that much ground. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, there's very few players that are going to be able to do that, and he's not one of them. And at as his age. A, as a defender, Roldan does play very very forward. Yeah, we we attack with. I mean, you get almost seven mm-hmm. guys forward when we attack. 
mm-hmm. you're gonna leave Kim, Marshall, and Svensson back there. Yep. Yeah. So we're getting seven guys up there, but Kim's mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marshall's like Kim smart. Is, Kim's almost number yeah. eight at that yeah. point. Kim's I mean, also Svensson. Yeah, they you know they they spread out a little bit. Marshall and Kim spread out a little bit, and Svensson can drop mm-hmm. in, and it's like a back three. Mm-hmm. But it's not your most mobile back three in the world, and. Um, Svensson makes very good decisions, I think, for the most part. But, I mean, he's got to be careful. You're going to get caught out one of those times. Um, and he'll get caught out every once in a while, too. He does. But that that's interesting for me when you talk about, like, some subs or some changes or kind of maybe some things to look for. I'm kind of interested in watching that spot. I mean, yeah. without Ozzy there, there's a big drop-off, I think, when you start subbing in a defensive center midfield. Dellum's okay. He does fine. Um, but he's not a passer or a mover of the ball the way Svensson or Roldan yeah. is. Yeah, so I, you know, <clears throat> this is another this is another topic of conversation, right? Um, uh, to what extent do we do we expect that there's going to be any kind of uh, significant rotation? We've talked about this offline a little bit. Um, you know, I think the the going theory right now is uh, at least holding through these first six fairly straightforward uh, matches that we have ahead of us. We've already got a bunch of, you know, basically we got a bunch of 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 buffer now already. It seems where you know if we did end up dropping a couple of points, uh, one match or two uh, over the next uh, uh, over the next few uh, uh, over the next few weeks, we're not necessarily going to be in a very bad spot is this a good time to start doing some rotation or is there a uh is there a, a larger plan at, uh, uh a larger plan at uh at work tim you want to start with that i can go uh, i was watching a, a, a video of steve drinking whiskey um <laughs> i know i there know a we, lot of those i know it's just one i i screwed it up and put it on the thread or put it on the on the interwebs mm. i know we talked about uh, we talked about being, you know, we really got to get these other guys fresh. We got to keep rotating, rotating. But then it was pointed out to me, like, it, they have a week in between matches. So mm-hmm. I think we'll be okay. Um, honestly, I'm disappointed in myself because I'm insisting we got to get Torres in. And then when we, as soon as we do, it just it drops off. It doesn't look awesome. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It didn't happen yeah. for you yet. Uh, I don't know if it's just preseason fitness that, he, you know, maybe just is in slow form and he heats up when the weather heats up, but he, I'm not saying he's not the answer, but who knows? I mean, and we're also, when we're, when we're up a couple of goals, it's hard to maintain that, that edge. Mm-hmm. So maybe they took the foot off the gas. And Kevin, you it's, brought I up, mean, we segued into Chicago, didn't we? Well, no, we, we I think we excited into Chicago. I think right. we want to finish talking about Colorado. If there is anything else to talk about, but uh, you mentioned Jordy Delem. Um, how many he's not getting a whole lot of minutes uh on either team right now is he no for defiance or for sounders torres is definitely on the market and um is probably not super happy um we've talked about that a little bit there's chances are he's not happy he knows he's on the market he's probably trying to find a place to go he's not getting a lot of minutes or maybe he's just enjoying getting salary and and doing his thing he's a soccer player he's a professional you know hey you want to play play better (laughs) <laughs> there you go do better than Cameron Marshall <laughs> well, and, and if I'm the Sounders minutes. there's no way in hell I'm letting no of go. course of course like there's a drop off considerable mm-hmm. drop off um, to to your next best options mm-hmm. which we've seen down at Defiance and not impressed with to be perfectly honest I give center backs a lot of time to develop there's no center back down at <clears throat> Defiance that's ready to come play you, you would have to go with a Dellum or Svensson if there was no Torres and a Kimmer Marshall got hurt. 
You'd have to. Mm-hmm. Like, Roll on. I want to give center backs time, so I, I would never just flat out say, oh, Johnny Campbell ain't the one. But right now, Johnny Campbell's not the one for right now. He could develop for sure because he's still a young guy. But um, you got to keep – the Sounders have to keep Torres. So if he's unhappy – which I'm not saying is, I have no idea. I, I shrug every time anybody says that because I don't know how you know. But <clears throat> just play better. Come in and play better, and you'll get time. Like, seems pretty straightforward. God, it's awesome to have that, that power. Like, you know, <laughs> hey, I know you kicked uh, the MLS Cup winning uh, uh, penalty, and I know you were instrumental in that, but that was that was two years ago. That's yeah, what have you done for me ago. lately? Well, and I don't think you deliver it that way. I think Smethers is a pretty not. good man manager. Mm-hmm. I think he's... He's probably going to handle that pretty well. But I think he's got to say, I mean, look look at Marshall and look at Kim and look what they're doing. You know, we need you to get to that level. So give it I, some time. Let's give you some minutes when we can. Um, and then, you know, prove to us, you know, that you are the guy to go in there and you're the guy to go in there. No, he's just no going to be asked. salty and kick the ball into our own net one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> he would not do that. <laughs> but, I mean, so I guess we presuppose that somebody that's not getting a lot of minutes that used to get a lot of minutes mm-hmm. isn't happy with that. Because they're soccer players, they're here to play soccer. They're not. Yep. They're not here to practice. They're not here to be a backup. They're yep. not here to get ten minutes at the end of the match, mm-hmm. unless that's the conversation that they've had. Yeah, I don't think you want any <clears throat> player that's going to be happy with being on the bench. No, I right. don't think any player is ever happy. Right. But I think that they could be professional about it. Yeah, and be understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know Torres wants to go somewhere else, then that's something he's got to work out with him and his agent. But it's. You know, as a if you're a professional um, and you're not starting, and you know why you're not starting, then that's a different story. You should be able to deal Once with that. Yeah, you should be able to deal with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we're we're painting a picture that we don't know. If exactly. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. But, you know, great point. Um, at the same time, if we are to try to, uh, I'm thinking in. in something you know what would nate say well if we're going to shop him out we're going to have to we're going to have to polish that turd and make him look good enough to sell (laughs) (laughs) i quoted nate right there nate from tacoma nate from tacoma nate from tacoma all right you were talking about rotation and stuff too though yeah and and you talked about um you've talked about in the past uh uh, where you have a um you nerded out on us uh oh yeah my periodization training yeah your periodization training where people are on kind of a staggered phased um you know Hot period, cold period, rest sure. period, you know. Yeah, I mean, What does I that think, look like? Well, I mean, look, we've had three games in, you know, 14 Four weeks. days. Yeah. Like, and then we have an international break, <clears throat> so we don't play again until the 30th. Mm-hmm. I've, if your starters, who are clearly your starters, can't make that work, mm-hmm. then you do have problems. And if you are one of those starters and Schmetzer comes to you on the third week, says, hey, I'm going to rest you. I'm looking at him like he's crazy. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm a starter. I'm a player. Put me out there. You you can rest me when it's you know midweek or yeah U.S. Open. There's an international we, break right now, or so when right. we have, or when we have a Wednesday game after a Sunday game. And, and by the way, those are coming. Like in <clears throat> April. Yep. We do. We have, we've got on right now six games in 22 days, yep. 23 days. And there's a so, Colorado uh, yeah. Colorado away like yeah. three days after then the previous home guys. match. Yep. Yep. That's then when you're going to start seeing guys. the rotating. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I don't see it being a super deep no. rotation. Because um, there's not a whole lot yeah, of not, not a whole really. lot of option. Yeah. I mean, in, in all honesty, <clears throat> I mean, unless we very... decide because we've already beat Colorado once that that's the game that we're going to drop and we're going to bring no, up I some don't... some no. kids. 
No. <laughs> Treat it like a, what, a US Open Cup match? No, I don't hey. think you, dr- I don't think you want to drop in, like, no. I think you, if you give some guys some very specific, you know, tailored substitutions mm-hmm. for guys that maybe are in an early sort of red zone, you know, they're talking about Nico felt his hammy a little bit. So yeah. get him off of there. Um, or if you just set up a little more defensive, you know, and ask a little less of some guys going all over the field, just reel in Roldan or reel in Nico, mm-hmm. something like that, um, <clears throat> then fine. I, and, but Does like, that honestly, calculus change if we have 15 or 18 points going into that match? No, I don't. No? I mean, I think. Grab the all the points you can yeah. whenever you can. Yep. Get your all points. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, they don't. I mean, they're going to be playing Toronto FC. I think that's at home. April. Yeah, in April. I mean, for me, I see their real, true, actual test, you know, come in 421 at LAFC. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have a week to prepare for it. So, I mean, that'll be a good, tough yeah. game. Like LAFC that, are on be, seven right now. Yeah. I mean, that that's a good early season test right there. If they mm-hmm. can get through, um, you know, the next three, four games, which is, you know, still saying something. They got the Whitecaps. I'm not super enamored with the Whitecaps. RSL, got them at home. Got to go play the Rapids. That'll be tough. Got to play Toronto FC at home. Could be tough. Mm-hmm. But LAFC away, that's your first real test. And I think if you can ramp up for that and get your team in a good cycle to be ready for that game, maybe you do end up getting a draw somewhere along the line or a fluky loss or something. Okay. But I would try to ramp up for that game. Um, and then, you know, a week later, you'd have a game in between. You, you would then get LAFC at home. So I'd be trying to ramp up for that. I, I wouldn't, like right now, no, you're not going to rotate. But in those few games leading up to it, maybe there's a, a bit of like your th- top three subs off the bench. Maybe that's where you see maybe a Bruin for a Rui Diaz. Maybe, right? Just in case. Once he, once you know, he gets for his mid-week. goal. Yeah. Um, or, or yeah, or you, you're like, Rudy, as you're going 60 today, Bruin, you're going 30, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Um, or sub at the half. Yeah. You get a ship, <clears throat> ship in there for a Roldan or a Ladero, just, you know, to fill in it. it it's going to have to have, I, I know you guys are down on ship right no, now. No, 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 no. I think he's good. He had a, he, he, he is yeah. good. And he had a, uh, he had a, a, a rough run of play, uh, yeah. in the Colorado match. He had, you know, he just mm-hmm. wasn't expecting yeah. a cross to come at him and he, he made a couple missteps and shit happens. I yeah. mean, I mean, Haroldinho, I, I call him Haroldinho for a reason. I think he's got a lot of potential. Spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he can fill in one of those midfield spots. I think Dellum can come in and give Svensson a break. I think uh-huh. Torres can come in and give Marshall or Kim a break. Somewhere in there, but you still, I mean, maybe not a full game break, but a 60-30 type split somewhere along the line. How soon till we uh, start seeing some Hintwala Buana minutes? Around I about the same period? Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, I, to me, he's your fourth, fifth guy Okay, coming in. Uh, Morris had a year off last year, so he should be fine. <laughs> Keep running him. Uh, he's on a hot streak, so roll yeah. that beautiful bean footage. Yeah, I oh. mean, you could get him in late for one of those guys, too. But all right, I'm going to put some sparkle donkey in my glass, sparkle donkey, you say silver, glass, right? In my glass. So uh, have we, have we made the transition to Chicago yet? Cause I would love to play some Sinatra, Chicago, Chicago, my I, I kind of town, I'll sing Chicago it. is 
Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago. I will show, show you around. around. I, love I love it. it. Bet your bottom dollar bottom you'll dollar lose, 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 in lose in Chicago. 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 The town that Billy Sunday couldn't. I don't know the tune. I only know the uh, the chorus. So you got to know the song if you're going to be able to sing it, Tim. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay. This thing is slippery. We're not supposed to do this. Are you recording? No. Yes. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Now you know. And no one's half the battle. Chicago, I will show you around. I love it. Bet your bottom dollar you lose the blues in Chicago. <laughs> Your beard's really filling out, buddy. The mustache is doing great. It's itchy and yeah, I'm not used to it. You gonna cut it in the summer? Uh, cut it. I don't know. One of these days. All right. All right. Well, that was super fun. <clears throat> I am Steve. I'm here with Tim and Kevin, and you are listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. We are back. We are kicking ass. We're getting through. Uh, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Jesus, you fucking go, man. Every time. God damn you. He closed the app. I closed it. <laughs> Bunch of jabronis. Oh, man. We're, we're bet your bottom dollar that if I escort you out of my house, you will leave. You will lose your blues <laughs> if, I, if you leave my house. All right, all so right. We're back. Uh, we are back uh, with the Flounders B Team podcast. I've refilled my glass. We got a little Sparkle Donkey in there. We were drinking some Crown Royal Peach before. That's not bad. I mean, you know, for a liqueur type whiskey, it's 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 okay. It's not going to win any awards, yeah. but it's flavored no. stuff never does. That's right. Sparkle Donkey, love it. It's one of my favorite whiskeys. Oh wait, tequilas. Hi, I'm Steve Kettleson. Uh, and I'm Tim Hamilton. I'm an amateur drinker. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I've gone pro, baby. Um, yeah, so talking a little bit about the Chicago match. That ended a little bit differently than maybe we expected, right? We definitely had some uh, challenges in the second half, uh, but man, we we really we really nailed that first half. Uh, can we talk about the the uh, initial lineup uh, back to front? Well, it's the same as the other two games it's, that we had. I mean, no, we don't even have to look. We got. I mean, our starting yep. once a week. Let's get three points. Leardom, uh, Kim Marshall, and Brad Smith with Fry and Goal, Svensson, Roldan, Rodriguez, Morris, and uh, the other guy. Lodero, Lodero, and, and then, then up top, Rudy is up top. Wreck if I Raul. can, if I know the lineup, we know that it's pretty stable. Wreck it, Raul. <laughs> Wreck it, Raul. That's Ralph for you folks at home. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't mind if we did like a Raul Werewolf and Lut or something like that. That'd be kind of a fun no chant. No, we did it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm just getting head shaking around no. the table. Kevin's not even speaking into the microphone. He's just looking at me very disappointed like a dad. No. <laughs> like Chad Marshall looks at his back line. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also looking at the overall statistics. Tell me more about those overall statistics. From that game. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out how much of it is a function of the score of us going up 3-0 and maybe losing some focus. But um, also curious just about, you know, what Spencer's seeing when he looks at some of these. I mean... They had 25 shots. 
Fry had to make 10 saves, and, and he made <clears throat> not some easy saves. He made no. some goal-saving saves. He, yeah, made, he, he made some, like, full-extension yeah. Toronto-style saves. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was working that day. Oh, so he earned his a, paycheck. That's a little concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I don't necessarily always look straight at the center backs or, the you know, when something like that's going on. Defense is um, a team sport. Well, and I try to look a line above or, or see where that's coming from. And again, you know, I'm curious about Svensson getting isolated at times defensively. So, uh, you know, I want to take a look at that and see if we can be a, maybe keep Roldan home just a little bit more when, when we have a 2-3 goal lead so it doesn't get that cringy. Because if that pattern um, continues, that's going to be pretty easy for for an offensive line to unlock, right? Yeah, um, you talked easy about for that Chicago, in the past. To get in and cause problems, like it's gonna be it's gonna be trivial for LA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Bob Bradley's not an offensive wizard, but he can set his team up to not give up two early goals. Like he's not gonna be as susceptible to that. He'll get his team ready to defend and not get um, caught by a team that's on the front foot. Um, so, and I don't think Colorado. Maybe they won't get caught again too. Um, we'll have to see, but. You know, just if we're looking at, you know, okay, where are the Sounders really? They got to clean that up. I mean, that's that's something they got to clean up. Chicago shouldn't be getting in for 25 shots. I don't care what the score of the game is. You got to lock that down. Mm-hmm. It should have never gone three to two. Because um, they had, but good they response had roughly to go for twice it. the shots on goal that we had, right? They had 25 shots to our 10. They had okay. 12, 12 of those were on target to our seven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Fry had to make some... Like yeah. three legitimate, oh wow, he saved that and, type saves, and and one of those and one of those saves was just basically two back to back where he he sent one back to the to the shooter with his body and then stood back up yeah, and, and made the second save yeah if the guy doesn't head it right at him again yeah yeah it's two one I think at that point I right. think um, but so I mean it's early again mm-hmm. um, you know it's early days and we're we're on we're definitely on the. Um, on the butter side up uh, yeah. side of the equation right now. Yeah, Torres came in to make a back three against Colorado, and it wasn't great. Okay, let's work on that. Um, we go it up 2-0. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, we go up well, 2-0, that... 3-0, and don't quite hold on the way we should. Like, it yeah. shouldn't it shouldn't they're, take a fourth goal from Luis Diaz to put that Right, away. right, and that was concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely concerning. It was definitely a nail nail biter for those last five minutes of the match. Right, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. Uh, if Ruiz Diaz does not make that breakaway um, and and you know direct challenge and mm-hmm. manage to basically just run around the keeper and slot it in, mm-hmm. it's they could have. Definitely rallied and made another shot, and yeah. like this, Tim likes to say, Kramer goal. This could be your new look Sounders, though, too. Yeah, I mean, it could be. You've got four guys on that front line that can score goals, and Roll Dan can chip in his goals and assists too. I mean, Rui Diaz is oh your my God, golden boot goal. contender. Whew. Morris has been a delight, an He's absolute delight nice to watch. Finishes, uh, <laughs> playing on the right side, Vikrod has looked much better. Um, Nico looks very good again. Yep. Um, you know, I really like how much freedom he gets in there. And then Roldan's going to chip in some stuff too. And I mean, Zakawani that, is just absolutely bullish on, on, on Jordan Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, he spent a lot of time with him before he left the team, uh, just teaching him how to do things like round the te- round the keeper, chip the keeper and, that, and, and time those shots so that you are catching a keeper flat footed. Yeah, the, the goal he had against Chicago was really nice. That's highlight real stuff. His first touch was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he got it up over was perfect. I mean, that 
That was and a then great goal. He got out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> he learned uh Denver, uh, Colorado Rapids in the playoffs. He ended up taking like studs to the knee mm. in the playoff match. He got the goal, but he took like he, that's when he probably ripped his knee open. Mm-hmm. His dad came out and was like, "Don't touch it! Don't touch it! You're making it worse." <laughs> uh, so yeah, and his yeah, dad's get, a doctor. Getting that shot off and then getting out of the way, knowing <laughs> that he, but you're gonna yeah. get blasted. It, it was an away game. Um, you know, the three zero score, the two zero early contributes to that, but. You do look at some of those quality chances and go, mm, hold on, let's take a look at this. What, what, what's going on there? And good news is the Sounders have time. Um, you know, they get this next weekend off. I, I'm uh-huh. not sure why other MLS teams are playing it. I mean, it should be an international break, well, but MLS never does that. That's the Sounders thing where we try to take as many international breaks. That's mm-hmm. our bye week. Is we try to set it up okay. where we, okay, you know, you're gonna pl- you're gonna find your Kansas Cities and your other teams that maybe don't have as many international players or teams yeah. that just want to play through it so they don't have the compact Yeah, and schedule. Jomo and Roldan got selected, right? Yeah, so they're yeah up there. I think Ladero's going yep. away. I don't remember. Jordy <clears throat> Dellum's going away. Okay. Um, I, you tell me. I mean, it, we're, Svensson <laughs> could go to play for, for I Sweden. I don't think he's... I think he, he, did not he get might selected. be retired anyway. Yeah. I mean, he ain't a part of that next cycle. He's, yeah. he's too old, I think. So right. I don't know, though. I'd have to double check that. But yeah, so we, we have time. We, we can do some work on that. So hopefully we do. <laughs> okay, so do we want to walk through the goals real quick? Uh, first goal, Jordan Morse goes down the line, uh, plays the ball back post, mm-hmm. and Rodriguez roofs it. He roofs it. Such a great shot. I he roofed it so hard I thought it went over the goal. It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> Boom. Uh yeah, Rodri- uh, uh Jordan Morris. I it's crazy because he doesn't look like he's going that the grass looked so slow. But dang it, if it didn't it work. I mean yep. Morris just went flying by the guy. Grass only slows the ball down if the ball is uh rolling against it. So if you can keep that, if you can keep the passes direct and low, um, where they're you know daisy cutters and not uh, rollers, yeah. you're, you're in really good shape, right? Uh, you're nodding your head over there, Kevin. Yeah. And anyway, uh, Sounders are great. We're figuring that out. Uh, short direct passes instead of the rollers. It's not amateur hour anymore, even if it looks like it is sometimes. Um, but uh, Jordan Morris, in general, uh, I know that we had some takes preseason with respect to his uh, salary and rolled on salary we were wrong right well we're also not sure that that knee was getting like yeah. your one your one trick pony is You're your right foot and your knee and and i don't and now he's got a left foot. Tacoma, but i'm pretty sure that was tim tim, tim. oh no i'm i was skeptical <laughs> You're not and be i able still to, am you yeah. can't replace that speed well sure enough mm-hmm. They found, you know, millions of dollars in, in medical technology. <laughs> He's bigger, faster, yeah. stronger. I mean, that's a that's not a contract that gets decided in three games. Right. Uh, and and I'm um, first to say, man, he's an absolute delight to watch. Those I mean, first three game awesome, checks, right? Worthwhile, but and he's not a one trick pony. I mean, he is. He's he's he scored with his left. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were very excited about. He scored with that. John Morris scored with his left foot. He did a yeah, little I mean, line on it. I mean, you still have a guy with, you know, yeah. coming off of a knee injury. Yep. So and he's still got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. But he's off to a great start. He looks comfortable. He looks confident. He's uh, definitely trying amazing things. The second um, goal he scored was brilliant. I mean, Nico played in a an inch perfect ball, but uh, but his first touch perfectly cuts off the defender, and then presence of mind 
it's just an instinctual finish, which he's pretty good at. I've always liked him when he just has to finish and not think. He's 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 I've always felt he's better at that. And that was one of those things where the first touch showed some growth, I thought, um, to do that and get in with some finesse and then just to finish instinctually the way he did was brilliant. I mean, that was really, really nice second goal. Nico played him in perfectly, but he did he still had some work to do. Is Christian Roldan uh is Christian Roldan earning his keep right now? Oh yeah. Yep. I I'm yeah, Roldan's doing a lot of really good work off the ball. Um He's doing a lot of work, I think, to balance out Ladero when he's moving around. Um, but no, he he's Roldan's doing great. I got no issues with what he's That's doing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's he's beating up on Kai Kamara. I saw that. that <laughs> oh my awesome. god. Oh my god, that was such a great play. But that's what he does. <laughs> Honestly, he is looking knock on wood, he's looking more and more like Ozzy every day. <laughs> yeah. As far as reading passes. And I, I'm I'm always the one that says he just knifes him. He throws himself in the path so that you have to tackle him to get the ball yep. back from him. And he steal he steals your the ball and your lunch money. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I never thought Ozzy got enough um, credit for how tactically aware he always was. Um, I think people just called him the honey badger, and he just. But he was a, he was a very tactically astute player. I thought, um, and I think that's where Roldan can be that heir apparent. To Ozzy, he he won't necessarily have that um, feistiness, that honey badger type style that Ozzy had, but I think he could be that tactically aware guy um, that can lead the team in a, in a style that Ozzy could have too. Speaking of uh, Minnesota's, off to one hell of a start. You know, mm-hmm. I think they got three road wins in a row, or at least two road wins in a row. I think they just dropped points recently, but they uh, nobody has more points than the Sounders right now. Correct, sir. Uh, Toronto is still perfect, but they they took uh, they took a game off for Concacaf Champions League. They're gonna have to make that up somewhere down the road. Should we do goal number three now? Goal number three because oh, it was that was. I mean, if that was Rodriguez doing all the work, man. He, I mean, watching him absolutely eat Schweinsteiger's soul. Oh my god, Schweinsteiger <laughs> broke his fucking ankles. He's dude. got a family, man. I mean, seriously, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> Schweinsteiger passed away during the last game. That's I feel right. terrible for him. <laughs> he got I mean, he came back after a few minutes, moly. but man. <laughs> I mean, it even messed up the ref. The ref was like, did he really just kill Schweinsteiger? Oh crap, there's a penalty. Dropped his whistle. <laughs> he dropped his whistle. Yeah. It was like, oh wait, I gotta call that penalty. I, but is Schweinsteiger part- dead? Is it or is he okay? <laughs> oh, come on. This is this is the ultimate. I mean, he I'm, slayed I'm- him. This is uh, me pulling up. I've got to pull up the goat oh. screen because he was a fainting goat that just like pat, he's like uh, he, get, he gets the moves and he just looks and like scares him and then oh man he just oh, oh I unplugged you over here no I didn't right. <laughs> well, screaming in horror at the death I of turned myself down yeah so, so Schweinsteiger just pretty much just juked yeah. himself and fell down and then uh, a defender I don't know the name of. But pretty much stuck a leg out, planted it in the yep. ground, and drove it into Rodriguez. Yep. And it's a clear penalty. Penalty. Yeah. Oh boy. But uh, Ladero. Okay. First of all, Matt Stretch Johnson. Love you, boo. I was listening to the the call in the car. Last thing you're gonna want to say before a guy takes a penalty is he is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, man. He he doinks it off the underside of the crossbar. It does bounce uh-huh. in and then back out. But man, stop it! Next thing he ta- next thing he talks about, oh, this is a shutout. Blah blah blah. Just Stephen Fry is going to, on his way to the second, second straight shutout. I'm like, 
You just jinxed it, buddy. Mm-hmm. You just jinxed it in front of 100,000 listeners. Yeah. Yeah. But things always land butter side down, but if you put that piece of <laughs> butter side bread on a cat, well, the cat is going to land feet first, so not the, the butter side down. Don't strap bread. <coughs> Don't put bread on a cat, kids. <coughs> so, can we talk so, about those um, two goals we gave up? <clears throat> Well, let's talk uh-huh. about let's talk about the. Uh, uh, so, what if, and maybe this isn't really that important, but what if that um, what if that bouncer hadn't gone in and the keeper hadn't touched it? You can't you can't get your own rebound off the woodwork. You can get your own rebound off the keeper, but not off the woodwork. <clears throat> All so, right, that's good to know. So he would have been offsides if he had tried to mm, make that yep. uh, second buried it. I don't know if it's technically if the it's call offside, is offsides, but it's an infraction. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's technically because. Otherwise, well, he's the last. He's the he's the he's the most forward. Somebody else offensive has to touch player. That ball Don't think too much about it. Somebody he just can't on the get other his team. Rebound. Somebody on the other team, or just another human being. An- another player on the field has okay. to touch it. Because right. you've yeah. I, we used to do it in high school when we were just crushing teams. Is you run up and you just square the Sweat, ball yeah. for somebody else who's timed his run and is running in and can pass in a penalty. So oh, okay. Just makes, somebody else has to touch it. That makes All me right. want to kick you. Yeah, it really does. No, really. No, if you watch if you watch some uh, yeah. some YouTube blooper reels, penalties, blah blah blah, they do they do just some stuff like that. So you can watch it. Yep. So at that penalty, we're we're up three nil, mm-hmm. and life then, is good. And like, yeah, life feels really great. Like look, we're guaranteed to win this game at this point, right? Yeah. stood there for a hot minute. It was like looking back and forth. Back. Can I take Can I take my shoe off now? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And then it goes boop boop boop. Yep. Okay, yeah, there you go. I can make a phone call. All right, fine. Ooh, <laughs> this phone stinks. <laughs> this is that uh, sports. Okay, Illustrated so shoe first, phone. first, uh, first, uh, first goal we gave first up. Goal we conceded. That was some bad defending. Some really poor defending. By whom? Um, what minute? By well, first of all, um, to let the guy f- spin and serve it. I mean, there's two defenders around him, so Svensson's out there. Um, think that's Vic Rod out there as well. And then he gets he spins, he gets the cross off, and then Leardham points and Roldan looks <laughs> and nobody moves towards the player. <laughs> he just runs in clean and free. Just thank you very much. <laughs> right? Like like you can see that Leardham's like, hey you got him? Roldan's like, that dude? Nope, don't <laughs> have him. The one and running unmolested. See, yeah, that and was. And you can see whew. Stephen Fry in the broadcast saying, fucking come on. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad, bad defending, right? It's okay, lost focus for a minute, but that was coming too. I mean, that was a goal that was coming. Um, and then, I got to be honest, second goal, when I watched it live, I wasn't sure what Fry was doing. And now when I watch it again, I really don't know what Fry was doing. I don't know why he comes out for that ball, Tim, on the second goal we give up. Where he comes all the way out to the box. And it's funky. So maybe that throws him off, but I don't know. I I feel like if he – I don't feel like he has to come all the way out for that angle, maybe. Um, The defender's not quite there, but that's still a tough angled finish running towards the end line. I mean, he gets out and blocks it, and the bounce doesn't go our way, but I don't know – Little that's bit the one, of that's the one where he got them. all the way out to the box, right? Yeah, he gets okay. out to the corner of the six, and he gets contact with the ball. <clears throat> but I don't know. That's a bang bang play. He's usually he's yeah. usually like covering that yeah. ball when, yeah. when that comes. He's like scooping yeah. it up, and and he was in that fetal position, trying to to protect something when it bounced out again. 
So maybe he just grabbed it wrong. Well, he he never. I mean, he's coming out to block it. I mean, yeah. He's not coming out to grab it because I think he knows he's not going to get there first. So he comes out. He's big. He blocks it. But we're just second, third, fourth to react. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there's one Chicago Fire player that can make a play, and he does. And there's three, four Sounders players that can make a play, and they don't. nobody don't. So that that's concerning that you're up three one and and you just have to stay focused in your own eighteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really the biggest thing to do. Um, and, and at again, that point. I mean, Torres was in, and again, we don't stay focused. Um, and at that point, we're one goal away from losing two points. Yeah, and, and I mean, I go back to earlier, like, okay, if Torres is unhappy, <clears throat> well, hey, buddy, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, help us lock it down. That could in have there. been your yeah. yeah, and and, and <laughs> you know, there was a few other players that could have made a play, but he was one of those guys that could have made a play, yeah, and didn't so. Uh, a little concerning, but great response. But if he's mailing it in, I don't, is that I mean, an I indicator? Say that. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. Nobody but, was covering themselves with glory but in I, that I moment. Mean, I, you're never going to hear me say that a player's mailing it sure. in. Like, I'm sure, not, sure. I'm not going to question their effort, but I'm just looking at the result, and I go, okay, uh, twice we've put you in to sort of lock things down. Mm-hmm. And granted, we didn't give up goals against Colorado, but um, it wasn't a great defensive showing by that back three. Fair enough. And then again... We give up goals, so not a great showing there. Um, but, again, I don't know. Is this the new look Sounders? Are we just going to go forward and attack? Are we going to bomb on and have numbers forward and go, ah, okay, we're going to take some chances. Maybe if we're we playing take a few here, crazy there, offensive but... and, and playing full forward, you know, yeah. for, for two-thirds, three-quarters of a game, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But that's that tends if that's all we do that's mm-hmm. going to be pretty easy to unlock second half of the season Maybe. we're gonna have to make some adjustments yeah you live and die by it i think yeah um so we'll see it, it'll be right. interesting to see if there are some adjustments or some changes if roldan stays home a little more what happens there it's funky the first half last season and the season before and the season before that we would almost bunker and play defense <clears> first <throat> hoping for a goal now the exact opposite we're just we're putting all all the energy on the you know on on the attack and and we get those early goals last three games, well two games, um, and I think they just need to remember like how to flip the switch mm-hmm. and and play solid defense and you know I don't know maybe it's it's one of those things where this is gosh this well, is even easy against Cincinnati weren't we up three one at half? Am I mistaken? They scored first, yeah, yeah, yeah. They scored first on on the blast. Mm-hmm. From, that was a great goal. And and it, then, it was it was. Beautiful. Yeah, you couldn't we even. Shot. We're, we're standing in the section in 120, just mm-hmm. looking at each other. I ain't even yeah. mad. I ain't no, even mad. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but we were bossing them around. Yeah. And then we ended up even when we gave up that playing goal. the same, but we ended up getting goals. Yeah, I think it was 3 1 at half. And then, yeah, and four then we one. scored last five minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Sounders are going out there to attack. They're yes. going out there to get Very on the clearly. front foot. I mean, we have an amazing attack. We have guys that can score goals. Um, I mean, really, you look at. Vikrod should give you five to eight, maybe at the at the max. Nico could give you yeah. that plus assist. J- uh, Jomo should get double digit goals. Rui Diaz should get more than twenty goals. If we're like, scoring, yeah, if we're scoring four goals on 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 twelve shots and seven shots on yeah. goal, yeah, our conversion, yeah, yeah. we're doing pretty good. Yeah, and and we're we're doing the things that are correct. You have five minutes. No, we have five goal scorers right now in three games. Five, Leardum, five different goal Leardum scorers. Leardum has two. Yeah. Yeah, Nico, Rodriguez, Morris. Leardum and, was in the Rudy golden Diaz. boot race until this game. And Speaking he, of, he could, and, and he, they pulled one back. Yeah, they did. Yeah. did yeah. Back. have a goal. That yeah. was, I thought he, he was on sides, right? 
He was on. Yeah. He was on by at least two feet. Nate Bowling would not be happy with VAR right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, okay. Normally, that's the thing. Is is the plan is to let it go if it's close. Let it go and let it work yeah. itself out in VAR. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I wasn't they happy let with it that go. Either. He put his flag up, and they didn't yeah. even go to VAR. Oh, they didn't go to VAR. They not didn't. that I know. They of. didn't even look oh, at it. Okay, didn't wow. Even look at it. But that was the, that should have been the conversation. Like we're going to let this thing play out, and that was one of the it, things that Fry was really concerned about. Like, what if I, you know, take a red card and then you know, or come out and get a card for a tackle? Or somebody gets hurt, and then you take the play away. Do I still keep that card? No, I think that gets. I think that gets taken. Back. <laughs> in most in most cases, like yeah, there's a flag that goes up, someone gets a crap kicked out of them, and yeah. then uh, and then like oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, play. on the broadcast, Zakawani immediately was that's on sides. Yeah. So I, it was unfortunate. Looking really at it. the the looking at the TV, looking at it, feet were on. He might have had an arm extended beyond. Mm. I mean, that's that going to win you count. a race, but that shouldn't yeah, be counting because you can't. I don't know if you this can't. is still the rule, but it, it shouldn't be a body part you can't score with, right? Something silly like that. But What's even that? so, it know. wasn't his arm was not extended. Yeah. This like, this is ticky tacky. I know I know we've benefited from some really questionable uh, offside calls in the past, but like the the rule is intended so that there's just no more poaching. You know, there's no don't don't just cheat and hang out in front of the goal. You know, you have to be further upfield. You know, you can't be past the last defender. But man, this wasn't even close, bruh. It, well, this was close. It didn't look close to me. It was a couple of feet. A that couple seems of... close. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> well, fair. I mean, Fine. It, whatever. If it was that close, it should have been reversed. But yeah. whatever. I, I'm just but, disappointed that Lairdum didn't get his third yeah. goal. Maybe we did he's get got a, a bonus goal, in there. We yeah, they did. We did get... Freaking Brad Smith, man. He yeah. did a lot of good work on that goal. Watching that last goal... Let's talk about it. Brad Smith is fast, but he looks slow. Everybody looks slow on this grass. I, yeah. Maybe it's the unis. I don't know. But he is moving his arms and pumping his feet, and then <laughs> Schweinsteiger looks every like every bit as of a, like an aged DP. Well, he, he was, just looks like me bombing down the field trying to play catch up. Like, his head's back, his arms are gone. No, the zombie of Schweinsteiger did not. <laughs> did the not dead, the dead carcass of cover himself in the Yeah, <laughs> Bastian Schweinsteiger did not look great there. Yeah, he he's yeah yeah. Uh, Brad Smith did a ton of great work. A great oh, ball, Rui sweet. Diaz just. God, that dude can score. What goals, made up man. for the one that he couldn't dig out from oh, underneath him? He had swung an opportunity. Missed. Oh, the <laughs> whiff! Like trapped it with one foot, swung and missed, but it was just stuck under him, and he didn't yeah. get it. But he scored. You forget it when you're a great goal scorer. Not that I ever was one, but I hear you forget about that stuff. And he did. He just forgot about it and went and finished. Yep. So, yeah. oh, he was laughing about it with the keeper. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he's on. He's on a roll. I mean, yeah. Thank God we found this man. He's a good. He's a good player. He's a good player. So, and. Hey. Three you know. games, three wins, nine points. So what does that do for our... We initially predicted that we'd uh, we'd win four of these six first matches. Um, and we'd have 12 points coming out of the first six matches. What is What's that? this we stuff? You got, you got a turd in your pocket? We, that no, wasn't we my did. prediction. I mean, wasn't it? That was, wasn't, wasn't my prediction. I thought we we all settled on that. I said 12, and you're like, yeah, Again. 12. Again, what's this we stuff? You got a turd in your pocket? All right, so what was your prediction? <laughs> I, I seriously think that out of those first six, they should win them. All six. Yeah, they should beat Vancouver. They should beat Real Salt Lake. They should beat Colorado again. They should. I think they should get six wins. If they get a draw against Toronto, okay. No, uh, if they no get a that's draw, game seven, against, right? LA, that's yeah. game seven? Yeah. yeah. Nothing at home. get a draw or, sure, fair no, enough. No, you, you play to win at home. You yep. play for draws. I mean, I know they say play for win, you might get a draw. Okay, fine. Yeah. 
don't stink it up in front of me and my hard-earned dollars. <laughs> I mean, a seven-game win streak to start the year is tough, but it's very doable. Mm-hmm. Like I said, then you have LAFC away, San Jose at home, yep. LAFC at home in the span of a week. That could get tough, but I, I mean, We're, we we I'd have be momentum if we only won four out of the first six. We have momentum as a team. Uh, Jeremiah Jeremiah Shan today pointed out that we have uh, we're basically seventeen two and one over the last twenty regular season matches. Oh yeah, we're still uh, riding that high. From we the are end of last season high. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, we didn't get worse. We got better. So um, there's a lot to hope for for this season. There's uh, I think we we've addressed some. Uh, late half of the match issues, but if we can buffer those with goals early in every match, sure, why not? I think, uh, you know, um, takeaways from today, LAFC, probably going to be a problem in our uh, division. Galaxy, eh, maybe not. Um, uh, RSL could be could be interesting. Colorado, like you said, they could wake up a little bit and, and figure a couple things out, uh, uh, Kevin. But I... I, I we, we talked at the very beginning of the year about who was the most likely team at this point to win the uh, to win the to win the uh, shield the shield or to at least be first place in the West. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I think at this point, um, you know we'd estimated last time I think Nate from Tacoma estimated that that we'd be about fourth. Um, I think at this point it's very safe to say that we're going to be first or second. Well, I, 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 this is so early. It's and, very and early. We're but. drinking our own uh, Kool Aid. Yeah. Smelling yep. our own farts here. <laughs> I mean, I think, I mean, just like any team, if we have major injuries to key players, we'll struggle. Just like yep. any team would. And we're going to have a midseason I, I, slump. I I'll mean, be disappointed if we're not in the Supporter Shield race all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. That would be disappointing to me. I think with this attack, I think with this experience, um, I would be disappointed if we're not there. It's a long season, but I think every team will have their ups and downs. We will too. I don't see it happening till you know mid-season when maybe it's a bit of a transitional phase. We only have like, what is it, three games in July or something like that. Oh, speaking of, yeah, so, July 3rd in New York City. Yeah, so maybe, I mean, that's where it gets a little tougher and maybe it gets a bit uneven, but NYCFC I'd be disappointed. Yeah, I'd be disappointed if we're not in that Sporter Shield race all the way to the end. Um, it's probably a little bit early in the year to talk about this, but um, do you see us contending for U.S. Open Cup if we're going to be sending Man, um, Defiance up? No. That's going to be tough, right? No. Yeah. I, I wish we could compete on all fronts, mm-hmm. but I don't think we have enough depth to I, really compete. I think we have enough depth. Like, if you just... Take our starting 11, set them aside. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we could win a couple of games against some USL teams with Bruin, Ship, Buana, <laughs> Wingo, and uh, Adelum, and, and okay. those guys. I think sure. our subs could win a USL, mm-hmm. beat a USL team or two. Um, so US <laughs> Open Cup, I think I think we can. I think our second string could could compete later into the into the tournament. Uh, but then we're gonna have to sprinkle in some some higher mm-hmm. dollar talent, yeah, and and I think if we get there, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm just not sure if we have. But those games are gonna be in Tacoma. I know it'd be if, awesome. If yeah, we should awesome. happen to get that uh, mm-hmm. friendly friendly okay. bounce. So, okay, a couple things before I gotta go. The, I, I want to talk about something with you before you go too. Yeah. Well, so you, so off right. topic, not Sounders. Not Sounders. About, yeah. Go for it. 
The rain. Mm. Went to the open practice. Ooh, Man, baby. I, dude, there was it was fun. There was a definite buzz. Um, it was nice weather. Um, there were people buying their season tickets right there because mm-hmm. um, they were happy and impressed. Did you um, have season tickets? I do have season tickets. Yep, so I'm, yep. I'm very excited about that. Got four of them. That's right. Splitting them with my brother. Um, the, the coolest part was to see definitely how excited all the fans were. But mm-hmm. the players like were genuinely like, this is cool. And almost this is like a great facility. Yeah. Almost yeah. like a, whoa, taking a, <laughs> not like fully taken aback. Cause you've got some professionals there that have mm-hmm. seen a ton of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like national team players, but it was genuinely pretty cool just to hear them talk about like, Oh man, it's nice to play on grass. And Oh, this is a really nice facility. And Oh, I see why, you know, people in Tacoma love Cheney stadium so much. And, you know, we're just excited about how excited you are. And it was so cool. I mean, I'm really, and watching them train, man, we look good. I mean, it's just the first training session, but I, I'm bullish on uh, the rain. I really hope they have a great first season down here in Tacoma. Um, I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And just the the general feel was really fun. It was really, really cool to be to, to see that. So Sarah, Nate, and I, uh, all we have a shitload of season tickets, and we weren't originally going to do the rain this year, Mm -hmm. but we found a way to make it work with Mm -hmm. six people splitting four tickets Mm -hmm. where we could fit in our budget uh, for this new season. So we are incredibly excited uh, to be a part of this and to be a part of the rain launching in a in a quality facility finally this year. Yeah, Um, you know, ten percent of the season ticket holders only ten percent of season ticket holders uh, dropped between. Memorial yeah. Stadium and Cheney. So it's this is this is absolutely a great move for this team. This is absolutely a fantastic place to be uh, for all of the Tacoma teams, for the Rainiers, for uh, Tacoma Defiance, even if their performance isn't where we'd like it to be. Um, and also for the Rain, whose performance will absolutely be where we want it to be. Um, yeah. They're a world-class women's team. And God, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of this. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I uh, I was at the Defiance game last week or this yes. weekend. I was physically and, there as well. Um, <laughs> I, there, there's been a this is something that's kind of personal to me, and I want to mm-hmm. I want to talk about it a little bit. I'm not sure if I'm going to put it on the show or not, but I think I will. Uh, I have a friend who you have a friend. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've got a few of them. A couple in this room. Jack's kind of You're on the fence. I think. <laughs> But so I'm I'm uh, I'm part of a couple of, of groups of people uh, that um, have some questions about uh, fascism, about the rise of violence in America, especially the rise of uh, uh, apparently state sponsored violence against uh, against black folk, against uh, people that are perceived as as socialist or people, you know, any of this kind of weird activity. And there's a chant that our that our supporters group really loves. It's really important to them. It's one of our founding kind of chants. It's take them all. And there are some lyrics in that chant that have been very problematic for uh, a number of folks in my communities. I've got teachers who are on lockdown in their school a number of times a year. I think there's one of those folks at this table. I don't want to call your name out. 
Yeah, that's me. Okay, yep. great. Kevin Zamira. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because of potential gun violence or bomb threats or whatever. Yep. Um, I have a friend that is a member of the Emerald City supporters uh, that has um, broken down into tears and been mocked for doing so uh, at a match um, because of his perceptions of, of, of those words. I made a call out on Twitter uh, this weekend. I'll admit it was a little bit of a lark, but as soon as I heard it coming from 253 Defiance, I said, you know what? This person's talked to me about this. This person's actually asked me to use my somewhat limited platform, but I have a platform, and I want to use this to make make an argument. And I want to say that this is something that is that this is this is important to me. This is important to my family. This is important to my friends. And this is something that that just doesn't need to be a part of our culture. We do not need to, to incite violence or we do not need to simulate violence. And we don't need to pretend that violence is a is a positive way to express ourselves as a supporters group. And I'd like to throw it to you guys to see. And, and I'm not asking you to agree with me. I'm not asking you to to do anything but share your perspective on this and why you do or do not think this is important for supporter culture. Supporter culture kind of mirrors almost. <clears throat> supporter oh, culture has a bit of <clears throat> anarchy to it. Punk, yeah. like a punk vibe. You're the, in the yeah, you know, the almost like a, a mayday the, kind of a thing where yeah. you're putting on your mask, you got your tear gas, and you're going and wreaking havoc and blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah. It's supposed to be a holdover from like English hooliganism, yeah. soccer hooliganism, right? Yeah. So, um, I think take them all, take them all, put them up against the wall and tickle them or titty twist them. Sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. It doesn't flow when you say put them up against the wall and tickle them or titty twist them. I mean, one of the, if it's your friend, tickle, or if it's your friend, maybe you. Tune in some. Oh boy, can't even use that. Is that is that <laughs> nope. is that problematic now? You can't tune in Tokyo. You nope. yes yes that is yes yeah yes. It's not tune. problematic. It's a problem. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not, so like it's not borderline. I'm rubbing no. my fingers together. Tune in NPR. I'm definitely. <laughs> Oh, fuck. No, I have to leave it in. God <laughs> damn it. So, uh, yeah. We're so, going to have to make some editorial decisions <laughs> here. No, I mean, okay, there's... I get it. And then and then when somebody gets hurt, you're like, let him die, let him die, let him die. And which, I mean, if it's he, very clearly metaphorical. But at the same time, he's rolling around. No one on God's green earth is going to say, let him die if he's got a Stevie... Stevie Zakawani, uh, a compound, you know, okay, compound that fracture is not from right. A, yeah. I apologize. That's not right. Um, now, if 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 the guy's rolling around and then like shooting out of the ground because he's been, f- you know, faint falled, then fine, let him die, make him die. But that's that's why we use it. I, I, no one really wants a player to be injured. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I'm probably on the about the same page, like. It's one of the things I, – I'd never thought about the chant the way um, you've explained it. Um, but as soon as you did ask the question, I went, oh, wait, what are the lyrics to that again? <laughs> it's it's put them up against the wall and shoot them, yep. right? So then I, I just thought the response um, – it was a bad response, and I thought the explanation um, lacked any sort of coherence if they're going to try to pretend that – 
it has to do with a wall in soccer. No. You don't put anybody up against a wall no. in soccer. That That's just not how it works. I think pretending straws. that, it, oh, it's just soccer. It has nothing to do with <clears throat> shooting people is BS. And, and I think that, um, you know, we shouldn't be patronized in that way. Because it's an I honest question. I would agree with so that. So if and you I want wasn't to make demanding. A, I mean, no. I said I ask. No. I ask that we we, we do this. And and if you want, and if he wants to, or she, I don't know who's on the other end of that Twitter feed, but if they want to have a conversation about it, fair enough. Have a conversation about it, and, and if they want to defend it, defend it. That's fine. I think it was disingenuous at best, um, and I thought rude when it didn't need to be when when your question wasn't accusatory in any way shape or form it was basically hey let's can we talk about this um so immediately getting defensive like that i think speaks to the fact that they probably know what it's really about yeah um and that then they came up with a bs excuse for it which i really think was a bs excuse yeah Yeah, Um, but if they fork yeah if they really wanted to have a conversation about it okay if not don't respond um, but I think it's a fair question and, and I think it does speak to, um, that element of violence that we feel like we need to bring into supporter culture that mm-hmm. I, it just really bugs the crap out of me. I, I understand that fan is short for fanatic and we are going to go above and beyond for our team, mm-hmm. but I do think it speaks to some sort of toxic masculinity that gets thrown into our supporter culture yeah. that I just can't stand and I don't understand <clears throat> anymore uh, the older i get and the more i look at it the more i just think how silly and absurd it is um and how it just gets taken over the top over and over and over again and is completely unnecessary especially in light of the recent story mm-hmm. that i read about the uh, white supremacists that have infiltrated nycfc supporter yeah. groups yeah i just think it's just not the time or the place uh, to sit there and BS about certain types of things like that, that, that incite violence or speak to violence. Yeah. Um, I think it's okay to have an honest discussion about that. I don't think there's anything wrong with you bringing it up. Um, I thought the response was disingenuous and I, I you know, I think yeah. frankly, if that's a group that's officially tied to defiance, then th- well, it's they a, that's should, an ECS, that's an ECS yeah, subgroup. Then, then, you know, if that's an official group, then that's, that's pretty poor on them. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you. And and one of the arguments that comes forth is that obviously it's metaphorical. Obviously, there's no group in Seattle that's going to take a bunch of Then come of up Portland, with a new metaphor. Right? It's it's ob- it's obviously metaphorical and and the original song was metaphorical. They're, the 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 artist is pissed off about record execs. So they say put them up all, against the wall and shoot them short and with tall. A, with a soccer ball? No, but not with a soccer ball. Yeah, no, right? exactly. So you can't define things without context. That's not how definitions work. No, I honestly the 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 the, the problem I, with the lyrics is if you, it's just like any any mu- any rock song any any music rock and roll. You know, you find yourself singing along because yeah. you don't know the words. You're just having a good time, and then you realize as you get older, your child is now singing a song, and you're like, wait a minute, you you do you do what first <laughs> exactly, and then you. Then you do what? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't until like, but my I can't. Six year olds talking about going back behind the stands and smoking funny things and drinking. Like, what? what? No, that's, that's country song. That's when you're, that's when. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, I get it. It was, it's. Oh, I just pay more attention. But more importantly, um, not that that's not an important point. I'm sorry, but there are people that I love that I've that that aren't blood family, but are family. 
that have been hurt by this and will not go to games because this is part of the culture. And that sucks. <laughs> and that sucks. It should be an all-inclusive environment. And we should not have to worry about emigres that have actually suffered state-sponsored violence that looks like what that song describes have to relive that every time they go to a fucking soccer match at CenturyLink. Mm -hmm. That's my argument. Thank you for your time. Yeah, it's a soccer game. It's It drives me nuts when people are like, oh, we're going into battle. It's going to be a war. No, it's not. No. It's absolutely not. It's a fucking soccer game. Yeah, it's a soccer game. So, and, and supporter culture... Um, can be a great, amazing thing that people feel like they are a part of and they are a and family. Is. It's a and beautiful is. thing. Right? So when like, somebody brings up a concern like this, treat it with respect. That, that's all you, I mean, that's, that's really all, all you got to do. That's all I ask. And, and if we don't end up getting rid of it, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We'll talk about that. But like to just, to, to, to cut off the argument at the legs and call me fucking stupid for bringing it up. Yep. I'm just, I'm very angry yeah. and I really tried to, um, control myself in that conversation. It, it's, and it's, it's nothing to get angry about. Right. It's a chant at a soccer game. Right. So let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. This is where you, this is where, where you I get angry is where I get, where I get angry is because people I love got hurt yep. and that's. I mean, yep. that's what family is, right? Yep. All right. Put them up against the wall and hug it. <laughs> hug it yeah. out. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, and just, I really appreciate folks that have reached out to me. Uh, you know who you are uh, speaking in public or private support of this particular issue and, and wanting to talk about this as a supporter group. They're, they're, this is not a very, this is not, this, this is a valid issue. And I really appreciate that there are people out there that want to talk about it. And um, I thank you as listeners for, um, for putting your own perspectives out there. And I invite you to do so. Um, and I thank you for listening to me, uh, kind of ramble about this, but it's, it's very important to me. Um, at any rate, I'm Steve Kettleson. I'm here with Kevin Zamira, yes. Tim Hamilton. I'm here. And you've been listening to the Flounders B team podcast. You will see us again in just a couple of weeks. Um, Oh, so we didn't talk about whether we're going to go anything uh, before are, are, the Vancouver match. I would love to get together. Uh, maybe we can get some of the rain guys, girls, folks. Uh, uh, I don't gender neutral. <laughs> I don't. Stars I don't, are about to wrap up. So I'm going to um, I'm going to Reno this week. Oh, that's right. And I won't be back till Monday. And then I have yeah, plant, plant, plant. And then I have a political meeting that I have to go to on Monday following. And so unless we can get together on like Tuesday or midweek, I, I don't know that we're going to get something uh, out, but we'll try to get something out before the Vancouver game. Uh, hopefully we'll have, uh, we'll be able to look at some Vancouver tape and see how those guys are doing. It's not good. They're on zero points right now. Vancouver's not doing well. We should be okay. We should be able to smash and grab. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you muted Speaking me. of the rain, uh, you can listen to the 
Speaking of the rain, you can listen to the Nerd Farmer podcast. Uh, that is Nate from Tacoma's show. Uh, Channel253.com, nerdfarmpod.com, or uh, nerdfarmpod on the Twitter to find that content. Uh, had a couple of folks from the rain, um, uh, ownership group and players, uh, talking with Nate about uh, contract issues. And I think they talk about the, I think they talk about the lawsuit. I'm not quite sure. Um uh, the women's national team lawsuit against FIFA uh, for pay equity, which I think uh, I could speak universally for members of the Flounders B team that we are in strong support in solidarity with the men's national team players union and basically every other reasonable group out there uh, that women deserve pay equity in, uh, in, in football. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, Flounders B Team Podcast is a production of Channel 253, and we are out of here. Thanks so much for your time. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. This is Channel 253.